This is the Grebar Sports Open Line. Goes bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Back at it on a Wednesday night. Cardinals baseball played during the day today, so we've got a full two-hour edition of the program. It is a Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Very happy to welcome onto the program via the Quiver River Electric guest line. He is the sports director at Channel 5 KSDK. He is Frank Cusimano. Frank, always great to get you on. How are you? Matt, great to be with you and great to be on the Mighty Box 50,000 Red Hot Watch. Hey, wanted to, uh, before we go, I just want to start with this. You had a a nice conversation with Whitey Herzog talking about the current state of the Cardinals. And admittedly, the Cardinals have played better since that conversation took place. Uh, Encouraged people to, to go find it. It was really, really good. What was the thing that he said that most stuck out to you? Um, Gosh. First of all, to be 91 and to be that sharp and to watch every game and to have a pulse of this team like maybe anybody in the organization is absolutely crazy insane. Um, I think what jumped out at me is that the way he viewed their chances. Now, granted, it was before the five-game win streak, but he said with this pitching streak, with this pitching staff to go on a long winning streak, it's just really not going to happen. And, you know, I, I appreciate his candor because the last thing Whitey wants to do is say anything negative about the Cardinals. He is a Cardinal through and through, but he was honest enough to kind of tell it like it is throughout. You asked him what the team should do, and he said, get Jordan Montgomery back, let Jack Flaherty walk. Were you at all surprised by that take from him? Uh, no, I think, um, you know, look, with a team that has such a shortage of starting pitching, in fact, in the entire organization, depending on what you think Michael McGreevy and Gordon Graceffo have, but why would you want to give up Jordan Montgomery? I mean, I think the first thing you have to do is you got to make sure you got to try to throw the contract offer at him in the next couple of weeks and say, would you be a Cardinal? You see, it's like with the Rick Majerus line. Rick Majerus used to say the best thing a recruit can tell him, the best answer is yes. The second best answer is no. So you got to find out from Jordan Montgomery, yes or no, there's no way I'm going to do it. And if he says no, then you move on. And like with Majerus, you move on to the next recruit. So that's, I think that's the, the policy that Whitey took with I, – I think it's – you know, I don't know how you feel, but I think it's highly unlikely that you're going to sign a long-term contract two weeks before the trade deadline. It just doesn't happen very often. You take your shot, you find out, and maybe it's more likely with Hicks. But with Montgomery and Flaherty, I don't think it's going to happen. I hope I'm wrong. How much do you put into this eight, this 10-game stretch? They've won eight of the last 10. They've won five in a row. We watched a lot of not-so-good baseball leading into that, but now all of a sudden, right as the team says they're going to be sellers at the deadline, they start to win some games, and everybody's trying to figure out what in the world you do moving forward. Does anything change your feeling about the team? Well, Matt, it's interesting because you were standing right next to me when I asked that question point blank to John Mozeliak. Hey, does what happens in the next couple of weeks, what have anything to do, these wins and losses, with what you do at the deadline? And then he said something, well, if you won eight in a row, but he goes, but then he basically said, no, it doesn't. Yeah, I, I don't think it should. I mean, if they could get, you know, to three or four games of the Brewers, you know, maybe you'd think about it, but... Look, I think the only thing you have to think about is how do you maximize 
you have to pull a Doug Armstrong. How do you maximize your assets? You have three pitchers that are pretty valuable that are all going to be free agents. Again, if they say no, then you have to make that deal because the second round, you know, compensation picks at the end of the year, just not cutting it. You got to maximize it. And I think Doug Armstrong did a pretty good, pretty good job of that. Do you see any scenario where this team does sell off some pieces at the deadline, but they're, they, they still find a way to get back into the divisional race? Gosh, it's a great question, Matt, but it, you got two pitchers you really like right now. And those are the two pitchers who are going to move. Who, who are you going to trot out there in your, in your starting rotation? Which I really don't care about, actually, because I, I think this is a wash year. But I don't know how you could actually hang around and make it interesting if you get rid of your two, two best starting pitchers. So who do you think is the best team in the division? I guess Milwaukee, because they got the big two in terms of starting pitching. I'm not wild about their offense. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'd like the Brewers, yeah. It's a shame, Matt. Isn't it a shame you're so far behind? Yeah. Because on paper, this team with reasonable starting pitching, and you're getting it now, is better than Milwaukee. But I think the deficit is probably too great. It's it, it's a, a kind of a stinky situation just in baseball where the two central divisions are no good, and you've got some really good teams in the other divisions, and I, I don't know. It's just – one of these teams from the NL Central has to win it and has to be a playoff team, but, man, it really doesn't feel like any of these teams are that good. Yeah, and, Matt, you know, you asked me about uh, going back to your first question. One of the most interesting things Whitey said was is he, he kind of, like, painted the picture of why this has been a disastrous season. You know, he basically said right off the bat, well, that World Baseball Classic, you didn't have Michaelis in shape. Wainwright came back hurt. Contreras didn't pitch with his starting pitchers. Uh, you didn't have your infield together. You didn't have your outfield together. It's interesting because John Moselak said something similar, too. But the way Whitey just kind of summed, this, summed it up, I'll tell you why they're th- this bad. Oh, and he also mentioned this. You know how we used to feast on that terrible Central Division early? Well, you're opening up with the Blue Jays and then going to play the Braves. You didn't get to play those really bad teams that first month like you normally do. Yeah, this WBC stuff, it feels like such revisionist history to me because when it's going on, everybody's talking about how good it is to have players involved in it and how they're getting live at bats during spring training. They're going to be even more ready when the season gets started. Everything is spun in a positive way, and now the season has gone the way it's gone, and we're talking about Michaelis not being in shape, and it didn't help Wainwright. The, the outfield couldn't gel as a, you know together, and the infield couldn't gel. It just... It, I, I wish those things would have been said in spring and not now when they're 10 games under 500. Yeah, you're right, because we're all swept up in that. We're watching Shohei Otani. Everybody's wild about the World Baseball Classic. Well, the World Baseball Classic was the worst possible freaking thing to happen to the 2023 Cardinals this year. There's no doubt about that. Okay, so from a baseball perspective, it's probably not from a Cardinals perspective, but from a baseball perspective, it's probably still good for baseball to have that event from a worldwide standpoint and everything. Everybody's trying to figure out where you put it. I always say where it's at right now is the least terrible time because there's just no other place. Do you, do you end it with a little bit more time left in, in spring training? Like what do you do if you're going to keep that event in place? Yeah, I guess I guess what you just said there at the end, you, you have a little more spring training on the back side of it. But for a guy like Michaelis to go there and then pitch, you know, just a few innings and not get regular work, 
if he were in Jupiter during that stretch, he would be getting his regular work in, and maybe he wouldn't have started the season off so poorly. So, and then Wainwright may not have been hurt. Yeah, it's just look. Another thing too is the next time they ask like fifteen or sixteen Cardinals to go to the World Baseball Classic, Cardinals ought to say thanks, but no thanks. We'll give you like five or six. Well, the, the, the United States can find five four or five other players from other teams. It's, it was funny. I remember when uh, the day that they had the announcement of Wilson Contreras, John Mozeliak was very careful with his words and saying that they support the WBC, but at the same time, and Contreras ended up not playing, but man, you could really see in the back of his mind that was not something that they wanted him to be a part of. Yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Hey, yep. uh, before we get you out of here, Sports Plus coming up this weekend, what do you have uh, planned for it? Okay, we got a special Sports Plus. I'm going one-on-one with Charles Barkley, oh. uh, recently voted the top media personality in the country. We're going to talk about everything from his relationship with Michael Jordan to what he thinks of Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal moving forward. And then we're also going to have a special look at Jordan Goodwin, a young man who I covered since he was a sophomore in high school who saw didn't hear his name called on draft night and now as a, a three-year, $5 million deal, playing with the Phoenix Suns, has a chance to be a part of a champion. He just basically took all the doubters and said, I don't care what you think, I'm going to make it in this league, and he is going to make it in the NBA. Great hometown success story. All right, since you brought up basketball, right now on July 19th, what area college basketball team are you most excited for for next season? Well, it, it's got to be Mizzou. Yeah. I mean, I had a little conversation with Dennis Gates the other day over the phone, and I said, is it true that you turned down this top 60 player who wanted to commit? And he says, I don't want to embarrass the kid or say anything like that. But what my takeaway is this, is they are so good right now with what they have there and what they have coming in the near future that they can turn down like top 60 and top 70 players because they know they can get better. I mean, um, I had Jay Billis on last week and, and Billis said, Look, he, he plays the modern game, and that's what kids want to play. Plus, he's a really likable guy, SEC, great facility. I think Travis is going to do well at SLU. They've done really well. I watched them the other day practice. But, man, the zoo's really rocking and rolling. Frank, great stuff as always. Appreciate the time, and uh, we'll see you soon. Always an honor to be with you, Matt. Take care. All right, there's Frank Cusimano uh, joining us. He mentioned that John Mosellock press conference we were in. They did it in a small lobby. It was, uh, it was the day that rain was coming down. I was uh, I was kind of pegged in between Derek Gould and Martin Kilcoin. It was very stuffy, and all I could feel was me sweating and me looking around, and other people weren't sweating, and I was like, this isn't a good look for me. Thankfully, I don't think I ended up on uh, any cameras, every, all the cameras. I was far enough out of the uh, view of John Mosellock that nobody will ever have to see that site for themselves. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, by the way, Matt Pajeski just has a look of disgust on his face as I tell that story. We're back with more in a moment. It's a great bar sports open line on KMOX.